Hello and welcome to PW KidsCast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm John Sellers, the children's reviews editor at Publishers Weekly. Today I'm speaking with Kat Yeh, the author of a pair of picture books, You're Lovable to Me and The Magic Brush, uh, but with her new book, The Truth About Twinkie Pie, uh, Kat is writing for a middle grade audience for the first time. Uh, the novel is due out in January from Little Brown, which is sponsoring this podcast. In The Truth About Twinkie Pie, 12-year-old Gigi is getting used to life in Long Island in New York, where she's moved with her older sister and caretaker, Dee Dee. Food has always been important to Gigi and her family. It's one of the ways she feels connected to her late mother. But as Gigi works to make friends and adjust to life in a town that feels out of her league, she realizes that she doesn't know her family history as well as she thought she did. Kat, thank you for speaking with me. Hey, John. Thank you so much for having me. So how much baking and uh, cooking was involved in the, the creation of this book? There's quite a few recipes. <laughs> yeah, everyone likes to ask that. Actually, a lot. Um, a lot more than I thought it would be. Um, a lot of the recipes I already knew, but several of them I had to make up and several of them I had to do tons of research on. So there was a lot of experimentation going on in my kitchen for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So, so all of the recipes then are sort of author tested and approved. Oh yes, oh yes, and I also had a friend helping me out with it too, who was a chef. Okay, is cooking part of your life anyway? Is it something that you gravitate toward? You know? Absolutely, I I love to cook. I love to bake. I, I think I I think I just love to feed people. I, mm-hmm. I probably get it from my mom. We were very a uh, foodie household. Mm-hmm. Do you find um, cooking and that sort of thing uh, sort of a, a way to sort of take a break from the part of your, your brain you use when you're writing and doing that sort of thing? Is it, a, is it I, valuable for that? The idea of that is really nice, but I, I think as a mom, it sort of becomes uh, a necessity of my everyday because kids need to be fed. <laughs> <laughs> Families are so demanding that way, you yeah. know? They like their meals. <laughs> So now, uh, was food the starting point for this book or something else? Yeah, it was actually. This actually started, I would think, about 14, 15 years ago when my sister got married. She asked me to host her bridal shower. And um, we're very, very, as I said before, foodish in our family. And one of her main ideas was, she said, I just want the food to be all jello molds and casseroles and things on a stick and very, very 70s hostess. So that's something that definitely appealed to me immediately. And we ended up having this really great sort of vintage hostess bridal shower. And afterwards, she, my sister Christine and I were sitting around looking at all the food and the pictures and enjoying it. And she said, you know, somebody should really write a screenplay about this kind of food because we'd always been really big fans of foodie movies like Eat, Drink, Man, Woman or Babette's Feast. And I said, yeah, let's do that together one day. And it's an idea that sort of got filed away that um, until a few years ago, when I sort of started revisiting again, I didn't realize it was going to become a children's book until I started writing it. Did you start working this after you had already sort of written those few picture books and then decided to sort of try something a little older? Or what was the, at what point in the process did you sort of sort of dive back into this idea? Hmm. I think that I knew that I always wanted to, to write it, even throughout the picture books. It was something that I had... When I first got the ideas many years ago, I wrote paragraphs the way that you do, you know, just sort of little snippets of ideas, just trying to figure out the voice. And then it really wasn't until just, I'm, I'm losing track of time, but I think maybe four or five years ago that I started to revisit it again. And 
I eventually decided to take it to NaNoWriMo. And that's really where it came together. I think because I was sort of intimidated by the idea of doing a whole novel, it just seemed insurmountable to me. I just, I couldn't imagine being able to write that many words. And I thought that if I did something like NaNo and I announced it to the world (laughs) and I forced myself to post my uh, word count every day, it would force me to get it done. And and I did. So you were able to sort of meet your goals and fit it in within the sort of the month uh, writing period? Um, Yeah. I wrote a really, really ugly, big, ugly rough draft. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it was a starting point. What brought you to children's books in the first place? You, know, you, you did have those earlier picture books. Um, how did you, is this something you've been thinking about or mm-hmm. wanted to do for a long time? Oh, yeah. I've always, always wanted to be a writer and I was always a reader from, I was an early reader and I read, I was one of those kids that always had a book in her hand. I was always up in a tree with a book or in a clubhouse with a book and, and always scribbling and writing. And it's just something that, it's just something I knew. I knew from from when I was a little girl. I always wanted to write. Though I don't actually, I always knew I wanted to write. I thought I was going to be a poet. And it wasn't until, I'm not sure exactly when, but um, sometime probably after I had kids that I realized I wanted to focus more on children's books. I thought I would do poetry. And I, you know, I had this dreamy idea that I'd write a novel someday. But as I mentioned before, that always seemed so impossible. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sure how old your children are now, but do you feel still very connected to sort of the child you were when you were the age of uh, Gigi in this book? Yeah, always. And I think that's why I sort of uh, tend toward middle grade right now. It's just that that amazing time when the books become so meaningful to you and and you read them over and over again. And, you know, when you're 12, 11, 12, 13, those books are all bedraggled and dog-eared because you just love them so much. And so now you, you mentioned, you, you know, you had this NaNoWriMo uh, thing. How did um, you, you come from the sort of, what you said, the, the mess of a novel that you'd sort of thrown together <laughs> together in that month? Um, how did the, then the book end up finding its way to Little Brown? So after NaNoWriMo, I, I took a little time to step away from it because it was just, um, as I mentioned before, really a mess. And there were definitely things in there that I loved, but I, I knew that it it needed a lot of work. So I can't remember how much time I stepped away from it, but I probably took a couple months away from it. And then I came back and I remember printing the entire thing out. At the time, it was a little over 50,000 words and spreading the pages out over my, um, all over my dining room floor because we didn't have a dining room table yet. Hmm. And little by little kind of, I actually took scissors and I cut pieces out and taped or stapled them in other areas and crossed out entire sections. And I spent probably about a year working on it and bringing it to conferences and getting critiques and um, little by little pulling it together until I felt that I was ready to um, bring it to an agent. And then that was the next step. And then after I got my agent, um, we went to Little Brown, among other places. But. Mm And, um, you know, in your acknowledgments for the book, you also speak um, highly of the uh, SCBWI, which, uh, for those who don't know, is the Society for Children's Book Writers and Illustrators. Mm-hmm. Um, has uh, being involved with that organization also been a sort of helpful element in terms of your career? Joining SCBWI was, was really life-changing for me, not only, not only in terms of what I was able to learn about the industry um, and about just being a writer, but also also the people that I was able to meet and some of my closest friends, really, 
have come from this this amazing uh, this amazing group. To get back to to this book a little bit, the Twinkie Pie of the title. To get back mm-hmm. to food, I guess is that a, is that a, was that a, der- a dessert with any special significance, or just one of many that you sort of were finding along the way that just had a certain certain something that you wanted to feature? In all honesty, when I first started writing it, I Twinkie Pie was not a recipe that I had used um, at my sister's bridal shower. It was something that I had heard of. And when I first started writing this, I thought to myself, I wanted to, of course, I didn't end up opening the novel this way, but I thought it would be really fun to open a novel with a recipe, with a voice kind of speaking about how to make a really fun dessert. And for some reason, Twinkie Pie popped into my head. I I don't know why, because I had never had it before, but I guess I had heard of it. And I just, from there, just started making up this recipe on how I would create a Twinkie Pie and... It just sort of fell into my lap. It was really just a thought. It was one of those thought drops, the thoughts that fall from the sky and kind of end up in your laptop. Hmm. And then it went from there. Mm-hmm. I couldn't help but notice that you uh, recently got uh, tweeted at by Hostess, uh, making of actual <laughs> Twinkies. Isn't that funny? I know that that just happened. And uh, really, I think I said that it was like hearing from the mothership. It was really, <laughs> really fun. <laughs> so, you know, you know, there's always a chance, you know, you could incorporate maybe ding-dongs or snowballs into the... Oh. Uh, to incorporate a snowball in a dessert, I think, would really be a challenge. I kind of want a <laughs> might giant. Have to try it. Yeah, yeah, like a giant snowball cake, kind of maybe. Wow, um, gorgeous. So, um, as far as what's next for you, do you do you see yourself with sticking with uh, middle grade for a while? Well, I'm writing another middle grade for Little Brown as we speak, um, and it's. Uh, I'm excited about. It. I'm just getting excited about it. I'm at the very. I'm at the very sort of beginning creation about to get into that big messy draft I um, am trying to do nano right now it's a little harder with this one because I guess every book is different but it's something that's just starting to come together and I'm just starting to get the voice so I'm excited very very excited about it Mm. and I have another picture book coming out in uh, 2016. Very good. And do you see yourself uh, maybe even exploring uh, YA at all? Or do you you feel like middle grade and picture books are sort of more of a sweet spot for you now? You know what? I'm very, very interested in in YA as well. I think, in all honesty, all all the different genres and all the different ages, I interest me. And I think that it will probably just be a matter of whatever seems to be happening whatever seems to sort of be coming together at the time. I know I have this middle grade and I have another middle grade that I really, really want to write. And then after that, I have a YA that I've been dying, dying to write. And uh, I I can't wait to get to it. Hmm. I I sort of keep this mental line of projects in my head and I kind of count back. So I think in a couple books, I have a YA I'd love to do. As far as uh, Gigi goes, do you see this as being sort of it for her? She, I mean, she had plenty happen, you know, over the course of uh, this book. Was that sort of a self-contained uh, novel from the start for you? It was. It, it's always been a self-contained novel, except that something happened a little while back where it suddenly occurred to me um, another story for her, mm. and I, I almost, I'm afraid to say it, but I, I, I started getting excited about this idea for her. But I, I need to kind of keep it on on simmer (laughs) on the uh, writer's stove and just kind of see if it uh, turns into anything. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, this book isn't even out yet for, for a little while still. Um, Will you be uh, sort of getting out there to, you know, sort of celebrate its release and talk to kids and that sort of thing? Oh, absolutely. That's one of my favorite parts of 
being an author is really getting out there and talking to readers and writers. I definitely am. I'm. We're, as we speak, where I'm figuring out my launch. I have some. We're setting up school visits, a couple um, panels and conferences in the future. It's all. It's all good. It's all good and exciting. Mm-hmm. Have you um Have you been able to share uh, your books with your kids as well, whether the picture books or or this new one? Well, the picture books I have, mm-hmm. I have definitely shared with them because they were out, I think, in 2009 and 2011, maybe. Mm-hmm. My kids are both teenagers now. Okay. And they, my daughter was actually my first editor with uh, The Truth About Twinkie Pie because she's just such an avid reader and actually quite a good editor. I tell her she has a future in it. My son, I have told I want him to wait <laughs> until it's done and and then I'll and then I'll let him read it. And have you been hearing from uh, other early readers who have found uh, you know advanced copies of the book? You know, I've I've gotten such I've really gotten some really kind and and generous responses from early readers, and that's that's been one of the things. You know, as writers, we're sort of alone in our our writers' caves all day, and every once in a while, we kind of venture out into the sunlight, and and we find when when there are people who are reading our work who aren't obligated through love or family to say nice things when they respond well to it, it's it's. It's amazing. It's really, really amazing. And it's been one of the big, I guess, surprises and joys of this journey. Well, congratulations again on the new book. And uh, thank you for taking time to speak with me. Oh, John, thank you so much. Uh, Once again, I've been speaking with Kat Yeh, whose novel, The Truth About Twinkie Pie, is being published in January by Little Brown. Thank you for listening to PW KidsCast. 